the Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Buffalo Podcast. It's so great to have you back again. We've got a pretty special podcast today because I have my son, Asha, here, all the way visiting from Sweden. Haven't seen him for two and a half years. Hey, Asha. Hey, it's good to be here. So good to be here. (laughs) And even better, not better, but even as fantastic, is we have Tobias Johansson as a guest today, who is a, a good friend of Asha. And Tobias lives in Sweden. Do you live in Malmö? Yeah, I've been yeah. Uh, living here for the last 18 years, yeah. 18 or 8, did you say? 18, 18 years. Ah, wow. Okay, yeah. you must love it then, huh? Yeah, I love the I love the people, I love the uh, energy that goes on here and uh, yeah, a lot of people doing awesome stuff <laughs> and just enjoying life in their community yeah. where I feel blessed to be a part of. Yeah. It's a good city and they're close to the ocean and mm. we get some good stuff going on here for sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, ah. <laughs> I forgot to put the light on. <laughs> Is that better? You can see us. You look even better. You look <laughs> even more beautiful and more handsome now. <laughs> uh, yes, we are. Oh. <laughs> so, Tobias, um, I'm really intrigued to hear about your story that you're going to bring to us today. Do you want to go ahead with that? Yeah, let's uh, let's dig into it. So Tobias, we're both super keen to hear your story. As everyone who listens to the podcast knows, I have no idea what the guest is going to tell me or tell us in yeah. this case. So excited to hear. <laughs> Go ahead, mate. It's an environment to be in. Like you have no idea what's coming. Just like I know. <laughs> I, I know it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. All good. <laughs> yeah. So, like we said before, at this moment, I'm living in Malmö. I am uh, 30 years, uh, 38 years old. And uh, yeah, I moved here about 18 years ago. And uh, I come from a wonderful family with a lot of love. And uh, oh. I have two older brothers as well. I'm from a small city, like two and a half hours from Malmö. And uh, yeah, I moved here to study, has become a. PE teacher so that's why oh. I moved to Malmö at the first time and uh, I stayed here I fell in love with the city there uh, <laughs> since actually <laughs> and uh, yeah it just went on like it was good uh, I, I enjoyed being a teacher and uh, I was a teacher for 10 years actually before I don't know what to call it, but some kind of shift inside uh, inside of me that I felt was going on. Yeah, and it all started mm. like up until then. Life was good. It was simple. It was nice. Uh, I felt curious. I felt uh, alive and stuff. But then suddenly something shifted. It was few things that happened. Yeah. So if we go back to 2017, uh, I live with my girlfriend. And uh, yeah, something just didn't feel right. And I thought it was the relationship that was the main problem at this moment. Uh, I was not as happy at work either. 
I felt like I was just doing something that I could do because I got money from it. Yeah. And I felt uh, like this, uh, the curiosity of life slowly is, <laughs> it sounds quite depressing. Giving away. <laughs> yeah, it slowly disappeared. And I didn't mm -hmm. feel as alive that I yeah, was yeah. when I was uh, more younger or a kid, perhaps, that that playfulness towards life, mm -hmm. curiosity of life and to be amazed by life uh, that surprise right yeah and i was <laughs> not blaming but i was for me it was the external thing right relationship uh, it wasn't the right work it wasn't the right uh, colleagues i have around myself it wasn't it was always uh, something external mm -hmm. that i tried to fix and do differently yeah mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, we ended that relationship 2017. And then uh, something inside of me is like, this is not the way it's supposed to be for me. Uh, I can't, it wasn't like an urge. It was some kind of missing something, missing the point, actually. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and me and my close friend, Dennis, he just lived opposite me at that moment. We, we just had a, a walk a day. A beautiful day here in Malmo. And we both said, like, do you feel some lingering feeling that <laughs> there's more to this than what we are experiencing at this present moment? And I think, like, I think they call that an existential crisis, don't they? Well, that sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. and, and I had no one to talk about about this. Hmm. But when when I lifted with Dennis, he had the exactly same feelings and emotions. Hmm. And uh, I felt so blessed to be able to put that out and to get that received at hmm. the other human being. Because I felt it was so many things I could not talk about. Mm. during my relationship about my fears and that was inside of me of course but i couldn't be as honest as i wanted to be uh, and it was uh, that moment when we had that walk and talk me and dennis that wow. yeah it, it just spin my whole life around and at the same time it wasn't a big thing it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a big thing at all it felt simple it felt pure and after that, we are starting to <laughs> to move another direction or like find another path and our path and my path instead of just this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Move away from this line, because if you move away from this line that you should move on, <laughs> then we will tell you to get in again. <laughs> one crazy monkey you should not go out on this line stay in and uh, <laughs> i think not in an evil way and they met all good but that's how i felt like people were always reminding me like what are you doing dude get the in this wagon again the wagon <laughs> of the way you're supposed to live but me and dennis were at this moment moving away towards that and you have to find our own path. And, uh, yeah. So did you get resistance from family and friends? Is that what you're saying? When, like, because you're on this, they wanted the predictable path they were 
is it was it family friends who wanted to kind of bring you back into the that predictable path for sure like yeah was all the ones i had around me yeah mm. everything, everything is a process and mm. uh, yeah so people were telling me like get on again what are you doing and uh, and of course myself yeah. <laughs> you yeah. always question yourself i am questioning myself like what are you doing this is not gonna work what why can't you just be happy with with this line of living why can't you just be satisfied with this so i jumped on and off this wagon whatever we want to call it like yeah. finding mm. my own way and then coming back again and then having hardship because it feels it felt like someone was something was dying inside of me at the mm. same time something new was created something mm. is dying that felt of course uh, like it's hard it's yes. difficult and it yes. still is <laughs> but what kind of what kind of experiences did you seek when you when you were going off the path when you were kind of explaining your own way what were you doing everything like mostly from the inside out i mm -hmm. i start to read new books i listen to new things uh, and i noticed that when i as soon as i just took a step from this regular path meaning actually in the end like leaving work and stuff like that uh, something else arise and new opportunity mm -hmm. arise and it felt mm -hmm. i felt like something was opening up inside of me Every, everything changed more or less yeah so i started with just a small a small step yeah i was asking could i can i work 50 percent at my school as i was working in 2017 and they said no okay oh. and i was still there 100 uh, percent but i took a relief so i could go traveling so i went traveling for a couple of months in 2019 uh, i went to indonesia i did my first vipassana ah. and uh yeah it all changed quite fast in 2019 and I got more familiar with uh, the new me that was uh, uh, that was arising inside of me. Can I, do you mind if I ask you, just jump in. Um, some people may not know what a Vipassana is. Would you like to at least tell us your experience of a Vipassana? Yeah, of course. So Vipassana is a 10 day silent retreat where you more or less meditate for 10 hours a day. <laughs> so you leave in all your devices, your cell phone and your books and your notebooks and everything like that. And you are meditating more or less on the sensations starting from the look uh, from the breath and you follow your breath and then you follow the sensations on your body and uh, yeah to be aware of uh, <laughs> how uh, at least mine how crazy our mind can be yeah where it is <laughs> and uh, yeah to be able to sit with difficult feelings and yeah, yeah that's what it is more more or less yeah so i did this in 2019 when i had when i took a relief from work and uh, yeah i had a I wouldn't say epiphany. It was just a painful, a painful way, both physically and mentally for me. Yeah, I got to uh, like a really dark, dark place on day eight. Uh, when I was meditating, I got to a place where my mind was just looping all the time. 
and it felt like I was going crazy. Yeah. Mm. I seriously didn't think I would be able to do what we are doing now. Wow. Wow. To be able to interact with human beings again, which of course uh, made me really afraid. Yeah, so at that moment, uh, I had to leave the meditation hall where everyone sits. It's about 70 to 100 people that sit and meditated together. And uh, outside, we were in a nice environment. It was in Indonesia on the island Java. And uh, it was like nice trees and stuff like this. And we had a path that you can walk perhaps 100 meters, like a circle, where you can just walk. So I felt the urge to just get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to get out of there. And uh, I just started walking on this path. And then I just sat down. And still my mind was, I was so afraid because, yeah, the funny thing is, uh, you say losing your mind, but I was actually following in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was the case that was making me crazy. Yeah, I was following in my mind and I had no contact with anything else. Yeah, And it was like I was looping, looping, looping. And I just sat down. And another guy was, because you can't look at each other, you can't interact with the other meditators at the Vipassana. Uh -huh. There's no eye contact. There's no talking, of course, because it's a silent retreat. So, but then he started like a few meters away just to build formation with rocks. Oh. He's, yeah. And the, this guy was named Aiden. And he had no idea, like I was just watching him and I was sitting. And then slowly... Uh, I got another feeling in my body, like the, the fear slowly transferred into an emotion of connection and of love stronger and stronger. And my mind slowly was, uh, yes, like more peaceful, getting more and more peaceful. And I felt an enormous uh, love towards human being as, mm -hmm. as a race. And I felt so connected to Aiden, the one who was building the rocks. Yeah. Without talking, yeah. looking each other in the eye, he had a profound uh, way of uh, getting to my heart. Mm. And I felt so connected that I haven't felt that much connection until that point in a really long time. Mm. And we didn't interact with each other mm. and I just felt this is what is all about for me to be a human being here on earth to connect mm. to connect to people around me and that does not have to look in a certain way mm. so yeah and after that I just uh, took a step back from the techniques of the meditation and was just uh, it was still Still the struggling. <laughs> it was yeah. still uh, much uh, feelings going on inside mm. of me. But something happened there in that moment, which I took along, of course, in my uh, life after that, which mm -hmm. is what I want to be a part of here on my time on earth. Mm. That is the connection to, to myself, to other people, to the environment around me, to be connected. And uh, that, that feeling was born in that moment. Wow. And it, changed, it changed my way of looking how we interact and yeah. how I interact with myself. And uh, that was a, a big thing for me. Yeah. Such a simple 
thing, you know, to watch someone building the rocks. Maybe it took your focus off yourself, off this brain, monkey brain. I don't know. It sounds beautiful. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, after that, it just continued down that that path, and I mm-hmm. felt more and more at home <laughs> myself. And it yeah. was uh, yeah, it was a lot of things during that process, of course, because in the beginning I felt the urge to I found out what life is about. Intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> thing you know and like oh i read these books and i listen to this podcast and i want to tell the world they should do the same i found the the ticket folks so that was a hard time after moving towards that for me that like my relationships actually got worse because i was trying to get people to you have to understand this why i can't do this and you have to do this you have to meditate. You have to listen to this thing. Read this book, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> and for a while, actually, my relationships with my family and uh, with my friends were like slowly, like, yeah, they wasn't so good. No. But uh, yeah, I got out of that as well, like together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, did you, how did you come out of that? Like what changed? It wasn't like a specific moment. It's just like something natural going on. But but to be honest, again, it was like so much had changed the last years of how I, from how uh, I spend my time. What are my activities? At the same time, nothing changed. Just the way I experience things. But mm-hmm. if I look at the, the community we have, the friends I am having around me, has changed drastically the last three years. Yeah. And it wasn't like a clear cut. It has never been like, I do not want to hang out with you. I don't appreciate you. It just been like a natural flow of life. Yeah. And uh, like I said before, once I started to take small steps in another direction, I found out that opportunity doors were opening that mm. I had no idea about. And it wasn't in my mind in the before as well. It wasn't like if I take yes. this step, then I will get uh, there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was just like, what do I want to do now? How what kind of situations do I want to create in my life? What kind of people do I want to have around myself? Yeah. And how do I want to feel? That became my main focus. Like, and I started to creating that by slowly moving away from the work I had. And after a while, I quit the job I had and uh, started to create my own company, which is about connection. That's the main Mm -hmm. thing. But I do it through different activities like stand-up paddling in in, uh, the canal here in Malmö. And now we are doing saunas. But it's all about connection. Yeah, That's the main thing. And then we just do stuff. Because I notice when people are in a situation where they feel really alive, and often that is when we try something new <laughs> and it's so simple. And yeah. I just use stand up paddling to get people to try something new and to come together as a group, because I feel like we are opening up. We are more uh, uh, kind to each other. We are more like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. So we just like 
drop our mask. We drop our thing that, oh, I know this. I, I know this. I've been here before. So, the vulnerable, being vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it equalizes everyone. You know, you could be rich yeah. or not rich, but <laughs> you, you both fall off the off the board right yeah, or oh, don't <laughs> 10 houses yeah, i don't matter on the sub <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you, you can have as less as you want yeah and yeah all in that together and uh yeah that's what's happened along the way so uh, and i'm getting more and more to the simple stuff as well like in the mm. beginning it was all about uh meditation for example it, i should feel a specific feeling i should get mm. to a specific place where i feel blissful where i feel like whoa no mind and no thinking and that's yeah. what i'm aiming for and i'm doing this because i want to get somewhere else mm. and at this moment it's all changed all the time but at this moment it's all the practice of the simplicity of life for me to find joy in the small things and yeah. that's often occurs for me occur when i slow down yeah if i am aware then often it's i can see and experience small things and be delightful with them mm. it doesn't has to be anything extraordinary all it takes is my presence in that yeah. moment mm. to feel that like Tishnat Han, uh, yeah, the book I got from you, Ash, I really love it. So, <laughs> Tishnat Han, uh, he said that about dishing. Mm. The only way to not enjoy dishes is <laughs> when you're not making the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I found that very simple and what I'm moving towards as well. <laughs> because if I'm making the dishes and I'm in my mind, well, I have to do this talk later with an amazing Monique and Ash, and I have to find out what I should say. What should I say now? I have to have some good stories. Oh, damn it. Should... Then I'm not making the dishes, for example. Yeah. But if I'm just making the dishes and I feel the warm water coming down on my hands, I am cleaning, I'm making some nice movements, I'm feeling my breath, and I am aware of that I'm doing the dishes. Mm. It's, it's, you can't not enjoy it. It's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. But if I'm like stressful, I want to get this clean out of the way so I can move on to the next moment. Because yeah. that moment for sure is going to be better than this. <laughs> then. It's yeah. going to be a lot of suffering. And uh, yeah. that's what I'm practicing. That, that's what is yeah. magic. That is magic. Because we do, we tend to be, like, you know, when you travel, well, some people, when they travel, they're in one country, but they're actually sitting there planning what they're going to do in the next country and not looking at the or the city that they're in now you yeah. know always planning and it's all about the now isn't it the moment yeah. the mindfulness yeah. the consciousness exactly. mm. yeah, yeah. that's beautiful yeah that's where i'm moving towards for sure yeah right yeah, appreciating more life more and more and uh, waking up moment by moment. And then sometimes we're gone. And then we're gone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do stuff like what happened? Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday, it was so insane. It was like a, you know, like a dog that finds a track. Years ago, we just follow the track without yeah. no idea what's going on around. 
So I was almost hit by a car because Oi. I was in my in my own mind at Möllevångs Square, as you know. So yeah. And it was like, a, yeah, passing with the car goes like a pedestrian thing. So I just had to walk over, and I was so in my mind that I thought that Toby, you have the green light. Oh no! It was the cars that had the green light. <laughs> Mine was red as the blood. So I just walked out. And then I whoa looked at the left and I saw the cars and went back again. So I wasn't like close or anything, but it was just like so clear to me. Yeah. How that moment to be dramatic now. We love the drama. So if I would be hit, I would be stone dead, for example. So if I wasn't aware, I would lose my life. Mm. Yeah. The the biggest thing there. But then today I was thinking, I was thinking about this, but because it gets so, um, so definite, like me not being aware in that moment would have caused me the death, the ending here. But at the same time, I had this feeling like today, but I'm losing life every moment I am not aware because I'm not there. That one is it sounds a bit but I'm, I'm not I'm not here for it, which yeah. means mm-hmm. I'm losing my life, not in that uh, extreme and definite way, like being hit by a yeah. car and then died. But if I'm not here for this moment, yeah. I'm somewhere else in my mind. I'm not connected with my body or the ones around me because I'm thinking about something pleasant that's gonna happen next week. Or what I'm going to say to this person. Mm. Why did I do like that? Mm. And I'm not in tuned mm. with myself mm. and the other human, human being. I am actually losing my life. Not in the same way as by hitting mm. a car. But I am missing the moment. Yeah. And life is yeah. not a moment. Life, life is yeah. not a moment. We want to make it in our head that oh, life is all these days and all these years, mm. and next year mm. this can happen, and this can yeah. happen, and last year that happened. That's not life. It can only be this moment. It is what is <laughs> nothing ever, nothing else. And it's, yeah, it's so easy, simple, but it's so hard at the same time. Yeah, but yeah, that the it just got yeah. me. And the only thing, but the, the good thing is though, <laughs> like if life only is moment by moment, yeah, then I have the opportunity to wake up in the next moment, because that's all what it is. Yes. So yeah. I will get new opportunities, yeah. which I would not have hitting by a car, at least in this environment. But now I have the opportunity to become aware of my breath, for example to find what sensation is going on in my body mm. and to be aware of what's going on in this present moment. Yeah. And I have that opportunity in every moment. Mm. It made me more hopeful again. <laughs> I think uh, I'm not a yogi, but I think they all, but they call that like a beginner's mind, mm. right? Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like a child. They're yeah. not thinking about, well, generally, children are in the moment. They're yeah. playing with their blocks or their cars or whatever. They're not thinking about the past or thinking about, they're just totally in that playful moment, mm. you know. So 
there's a kind of light and freshness about that, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I love being in that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. that's that because that's where life happens. Mm. We have this idea about playing and being in the present moment. I think you can right. do that when you are grown up. This is no way you can mm. you can survive by doing this. This is not the appropriate way to be. Yeah. But uh, yeah beginner's mind for sure and to practice and it's so sick right like this moment has never happened before <laughs> like this breath i never took this breath before and this yeah. moment when i talk to you has never happened before but my mind wants to tell me that i already know more or less what's going to happen and how it's going to look mm. it's just an illusion because this never happened before and we talk about uh, which is good of course like how we can uh, longer our longevity like yes. how long, you can eat this and you can transfer this and then you can get a few extra years if you're lucky yeah but it's not so much talking about practicing to be in the present moment which i i believe it's going to gain a lot of years <laughs> we are like, you live a very long life because <laughs> you're actually experiencing it yeah yeah that's yeah. that's that's brilliant you're living a longer life because you're living every moment instead of it sort of just disappearing like clouds there was right? an author i listened to some some years ago and he was saying that when you do new things when you're traveling or if you're mm. if you're doing new 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 hobbies new habits um time slows down mm. your perception of time when you're traveling for one month it can feel like six months and when you're working your job in your routine your daily habits that can six months uh, one month can feel <laughs> other way six around months, yeah, six months can, yeah so basically by by doing new habits and by um by traveling and seeing new things you're actually extending your perception of life you have the same yeah. the same hours per day the same days per year but your perception has changed so you actually live a much longer experience yes well i mean um that whole like time isn't linear mm. you know you can be sitting and waiting in a doctor's surgery mm. and time goes so slow can drag on or you can be at a party having a great or dinner party having a great time with friends and it just goes yeah. so quickly. So yeah. Mm. For sure, yeah. But wow. that's where we're at at this moment. And uh yeah, the feelings that has been more and more in me is the curiosity has coming back to me. Mm. And, uh, yeah. We have a way way of living, like the we kill the curiosity by the way we live. Yes, and, uh, yes. That's, and if we can waking up to this and just feel like whatever it is you want to move towards like i usually just ask myself a question which is a really simple question if i look back two months how have i been living that resonate with me is it like five uh, percent of the time i've been in conversations in feelings that makes me thank you life mm. i'm so grateful for having this life or is that two months well it's just been the same way i haven't feel curious uh, i'm just doing automatically way all the time then i have to change something then i have to move, move away from that towards something else where i can feel like i am so grateful for all these moments that happened the last two months and i feel blessed to be walking here on earth then yes, continue, whatever that is. But if I feel like this is not going the way, the direction I really want to live, if I'm hit by a car once again here and now, mm. do I feel like these last 
two months. It's just a period I've made up for me. Have I been living the life I really want to live? Just like I'm just moving on and it's just going. And I, yeah. So yeah, that's the question I ask myself for sure. That's a, you've really dropped some wisdom bombs there. I've got to say, Tobias, <laughs> it's been beautiful. Um, we might we might just round up there. I do want to ask one question. Just how did you and Asha meet? Um, oh, <laughs> go for it. Uh, I was running some workshops in Malmo, um, primal pattern, like movement workshops, and that kind of, ties into the play element that we spoke about before. The whole idea with that was to get people moving and playing together and get them out of the, out of the logical kind of um, like right, uh, like left brain, like making uh, right brain making decisions. Uh, and um, yeah, I didn't want it to be like a fitness class or, or a workout class where we're kind of thinking about an end goal, like where we have to like do something specific. It was more so just play. So we did a lot of, a lot of playful movements playing with different balls and sticks and and, uh, and Tobias went and to that? Tobias was there Tobias, yeah sorry Tobias <laughs> um so we met through play like that's our whole relationship began with play and that's what it's been founded on and still continues yeah. to be explored it's amazing <laughs> I'm so glad I met you as you know that from the bottom of my heart oh. and we're everywhere yeah, and yeah it's always a good time and uh yeah we play a lot from uh from jumping from a van into the yeah. <laughs> car in a parking lot and uh yeah yes yeah i enjoy my time with you brother so yeah. much and okay. nice to meet you nick as well uh, nice uh, time face talk. <laughs> yes look i'm really happy that ash is so asher and his partner kia are so happy in malmo sweden it is a little sad for me that i live on the opposite side of the world i don't get to see him in person that much but the great thing is we do talk a lot and, and I really am happy that I think there's nothing better than having people in your life, particularly family, who are, are living their best life, you know, with good friends and joy. Sweet. Yeah, that, that's what it's about. Yeah. So come to Malmö and then you can have a, some sauna and sunshine. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I am thinking of coming in September. Yeah. Oh, you're more than welcome. <laughs> So I'll meet you face to face. That'll be really lovely. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you so much, Tobias, for coming on the Buffalo podcast. Really was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And everyone who's listening to the podcast, thank you so much for checking in again. You know, it makes me so happy that um, that you get to hear these stories of of people who are living, facing challenges and living their best life and, uh, and just giving us the opportunity to hear their story. It's wonderful. So everyone go well, live in joy. Ciao. And, all, and thank you, Asha, for being the co-host. <laughs> thank yes. you for having me. It's first, wonderful. <laughs> first time <laughs> I've had to share the, the uh, mic. Um, <laughs> Probably talked a bit too much, but anyway, we got there in the end. So thank you, Tobias. Thanks, mate. Thank you.